Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Make good in commercial property. A lot of people don't know where to start especially when you inherit a property what should you get your tenant to make good what shouldn't you and what happens at the end of the lease uh, should you be telling your clients to rip out all of their fit out or is the fit out they actually put into your property of value to you and actually increasing the value of your property so i see this mistake time and time again the fit outs gets ripped out flooring gets ripped out and then it's costing you a bucket load as the new tenant comes in because they want something exactly the same or you've actually taken away what's added value to your property that the tenant has put in. So follow me in this Make Good podcast and let me walk you through my tips on what you should keep and what you should get rid of. So you're here today with Helen Tarrant. I'm going to talk about Make Good Clause in your lease. Now, why should I talk about Make Good Clause? And is it important to talk about Make Good Clause? Well, the reason I want to talk about it is it's one of the, the key terms that get overlooked uh, there's an oversight when you are uh, when the tenants are moving out So it's one of those things that we do cover off as part of our due diligence team Through our due diligence process when we put our clients into a property But the make good clause is important because you want to make sure whatever your tenant has put into the property They're taking out of the property and they're bringing it back to a bare shell now not always is the bare shell great for you so for example you have a uh, let's say you have a let's say you have a property that has a grease trap in it a range hood it has a commercial kitchen all done by your tenant and let's say it's got uh, you know disabled toilets and all of all of the accessories that makes the property really unique and and fitted out beautifully so when they leave as a restaurateur someone can come in and be a cafe a restaurateur training school any of those things let's say that in that case you actually don't want your tenant to rip out the fit out so where does the fit the make good comes in and when do you want your tenant to leave the fit out when do you want them to take it out so this is what this video is about so let's start from the beginning what exactly is a make good clause a make good clause is a clause where your tenant at the end of their stay have to make good the property back to its original state now of course there's always wear and tear that means that if the property was a a warehouse that you may find there may be some cracks in the concrete and i'm not talking about significant cracking and breaking of the concrete i'm talking about you know there might be some hairline cracks in the concrete obviously wear and tear on you know some of the bathroom or the kitchenette facilities uh probably maybe some wear and tear on the stairs banisters and mezzanine floors uh, if you're an office space obviously maybe blinds um, your sometimes even your window seals depending how long your tenants been there uh, you might find the flooring or if anything that's attached you know if you had provided cupboards or any open plan uh, things like fitting light fittings these might be wear and tear so they don't really count as in terms of fit out you know you might have chip paint that you might have to tidy up uh, if you have a retail shop it may be that you know it came in as a bare shell or it came in as a warm shell where there was air con there was some basics amenities and then your tenant fitted it out so when do you ask your tenant to actually make good that premise and when is that a detriment to you and when is that a and basically it's your right to ask them to rip it out so 
one of the things to think of is what is that premise going to be useful after this tenant leaves? Is it going to be used for the same type of tenant? Because it's one of those things that you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So if you ask your existing tenant to rip out all of the fit out and they're predominantly in a restaurant precinct or a, ca a cafe or takeaway precinct, so meaning that next door is a restaurant further down the road and that whole strip of restaurants. Now you don't want your tenant to be ripping that fit out out because that fit out out could literally save the next tenant coming in hundreds of thousands of dollars a good commercial kitchen starts around 100 150,000 a good decor it's easily 50 to 80 grand by the time you add plumbing electricals air conditioning you know light fittings you know tidy up the bathrooms you are at anywhere from 250 to 300,000 dollars in terms of fitting out for a restaurant now even if there's wear and tear from the previous restaurant to have been there in you know, for the last say 10 years 15 or 20 years the new person coming in you're actually saving them you know 50% or more on the fit out so if they're comparing your premise with someone else's premise why wouldn't they choose your premise but also with the fit out potentially you could charge maybe just a little bit more uh, in in you know, as part of the, the rent as well and often in that case a lot of the vendors where she go in there and actually help the tenant to do the fit out for example add in a cool room uh, especially or maybe do an alfresco dining area to increase not only more letable space but also a uh, more friendly environment to get your tenant to come in as well so that's something to think about as well so once your tenant leaves and the fit out is there that fit out technically belongs to you so if you are going to lend it out to or rent it out to another prop another like tenant then you want to be able to work out with them who's going to maintain it uh, who does the fit out actually belongs to and what happens when it gets broken and when they leave do they then have to strip everything out or do they just leave everything as is because one of the big things is that often your tenants leave things behind thinking that they you know, they don't need to make good, but often the case is you want them to make good. And it's within your right to determine and insist that they make good on the premise. So it's important if you're going into a premise to know what belongs to, who belongs to what, uh, and who has service what, and who takes care of what. So that's number one. Number two is that you need to look at whether the prop, the the property has been fitted out firstly to the standard that you want, or the standard that's going to be able to make you make that property more letable in the future. And thirdly, is the proper the the addition to the property, whether it's a mezzanine floor, a partition, or a kitchen, or any kind of a fresco dining area, any of those things, whether it adds ultimately more value to your property than not. If it doesn't add more value and it's dilapidated or it's in non-good condition, then ask your tenant to strip it out. If it's in good it's in, in good quality, good standards, or that you could, you know, potentially add a little bit more money and make bring it up the standards, then it's going to add more value to your property then you wanted them to leave it there. It's all part of negotiations as well. So you've got to make sure that you take that into account. Also make sure when you do leave and, and if you haven't seen the property before or you haven't seen the property for quite a few years, make sure that your property manager goes in and takes really good photos of the property when it is actually uh, the tenant has left to see if you're satisfied because you might have to return them a bond or bank guarantee. So make sure that they're absolutely satisfied uh, So in, in the quality of how the premise is being left and that you're absolutely satisfied that you didn't want them to strip out anything anything further. So and that includes anything to do with signage, anything at the back, any of the, the their company colours. So for example, you want the building to be black and they've painted everything green. Well, you want them to bring it back to that black colour or the white colour, whatever that neutral colour is. So that's where 
where it is. Um, the other thing is if you do want to go and cite the premise, this is probably the best time to go and cite it, is that the tenant has left and you want to go in there and cite it to see if it's left to a standard so you know for a certainty who is going to be the future incoming tenant and what is of value to that property. And also that's a good time for you to go in there and assess if you need to add more value to that property. So for example, if the tenant has left a mezzanine floor, maybe that mezzanine floor isn't compliant. So maybe you need to then go through the works of getting that property, that part of the property compliant. Whereas if uh, your your tenant have left a mezzanine floor that's compliant, one of the things you might want to do is get some engineering and get some compliance work done and enclose it so it becomes an office space above. So, or maybe your tenant has created a partition downstairs or a partition inside the um, an office space and you might want to enclose that so it becomes an office space. Your tenant may have created a disability toilet or they may have installed a toilet into your premise in a retail shop that you wasn't previously there and you may want to then turn that into a disability toilet for future tenants as well. So that's a good time to actually spend a little bit of money and bring the property up to the next level so you can get make it ready for the next tenant and make it more tenable for the next tenant as well. So there's lots and lots of variables in the make good clause but it is something definitely to read up on every time you go into a lease with a tenant, something to check as part of your due diligence process, check with your solicitor if you're not sure about it, uh, always check when your tenant's about, about to vacate, make sure there is proper inspection and make sure that if you need to cite the property, go and cite it then in case you want to do any, any additional works once the tenant has vacated and before your next tenant comes in because it's always hard to upgrade a premise when you have a tenant in there but you know because there's so many variables and there's so many different types of properties what you should add what you shouldn't add can be confusing so if you need a guiding hand someone to mentor you through the process do reach out to me at helentarrant.com or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au and i'll be more than happy to jump on a strategy call with you or troubleshoot for you or any of the issues you have against uh, or around a commercial property because remember uh, we are actually the one-stop shop so unicorn.com.au and helentarrant.com are one company now we now are the one-stop shop that does education buyers agents and also fund and syndication as well so that means that if you need anything to do with commercial property we are now the the one place you should you should come and find out uh, how we can help you build financial freedom through commercial property so until next time and our next topic happy hunting and I look forward to helping you create more wealth in commercial property bye for now so I hope this has been helpful and has given you real insight on what to look for and what not to of course, it comes down to finally your asset manager rather than a property manager who just looks at the run of the mill and says, yes, the tenants keep it nice and tidy. It's really about an asset manager to be able to look at it and say, well, what is the next tenant going to need? What has added value to this property? What you should really keep in this property? What you shouldn't remove? And what really are you going to do to incentivize the next tenant? And this is really about working hand in hand to understand the market, the next lot of tenants, and also really communicating with your asset manager. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. If you want to know more about Make Good, or you want someone to guide you, you want to know more about commercial property, join me at one of my upcoming events. Or the best thing is to actually order my book. Link is actually below. And and find out more about commercial property. Reach out to us for a strategy session and let us help you build a cash flow. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.